Hey, good morning, everyone. It's good to see all of you here. If you're joining us online, man, we're so happy you could be with us this morning. Man, I don't know about you, but I get really excited that the fact that we're going to three services. That means Jesus is doing something. It means doing something. Um, and not to mention we're doing it in the middle of our Love Your Neighbor series. Last week, Pastor Nate got up here and he really encouraged us to put this hat on of loving our neighbor, serving them, caring for them, giving towards them. And I want to really encourage us to just take that up because we've done this series um, multiple times throughout the years. Uh, actually, in fact, I found out that through the years, we, at the end of the series, encouraged people to give money towards their neighbors. And we've given over 100 thousand dollars just with this series to our community and to our city and so it gets me so excited yes thank you it gets me so excited for this series because we see stories after stories of people serving each other and loving each other for somebody like me who grew up in this church i found myself uh not only being cared for being shown what healthy community is but also how to grow in my faith in jesus and sometimes it's brought me to this point of just looking at myself, right? Well, how do I get encouraged? How do I love myself? I don't know. Like, I, I do that pretty well, actually. Um, how do I get better in my walk with Jesus? And yet we get a time where we can sit and think and pray about, God, how do I love those around me? You guys ready to do that? Because my hope here this morning is that we have some sense of divine encouragement on how to present the whole gospel but how do we do that together? You guys ready to go? Hey, if you're here in the auditorium, turn to your neighbor and say, let's get started already. If you're online, awkwardly yell out in your home, let's go, right? Just, just do it. Don't worry about those around you because there might not be those around you. Um, we're going to be looking at a story in Luke 5, starting in verse 17. Uh, I love this story because I grew up uh, reading this story and being told this story. And it's about four guys who discover, I, I think, or they knew, a paralyzed guy. Uh, follow along with me. It says, one day Jesus was teaching, and the Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they, got, when they could not find a way to do this because, well, the house was crowded. They went onto the roof and lowered him on a mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd. Right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. He even goes on to where Jesus says, listen, stand up and grab your mat and walk out. I love this story because what it really shows us is that four guys, and like I said, I don't know if they were just walking to this house and they're like, hey, a paralyzed guy on the ground. Well, let's grab him, you know, or maybe they knew him. I don't really know. What I do know is that they brought him, they acted. They saw him, they say, this guy needs Jesus. I mean, how amazing is that? I think sometimes what people need is to hear the whole gospel. 
I have uh, friends that I went to high school with. I have neighbors who don't know Jesus, or maybe they do know Jesus, but they don't go to church. And when I ask them, or we chat, or when they tell me about it, because that's just normal conversation, I guess, they'll express to me their frustration. Well, church, all they care about is people gathering in a building. They don't actually care about others in the community. And I get so angry and frustrated when they tell me this. Because I'm like, I mean, you, you don't know my church, homie. Like, even that, like, when you read the Bible, I mean, listen to what Isaiah 117 says. It says, learn to do right. Seek justice, defend the oppressed, take up the cause of fatherless, plead the case of the widow. I mean, the Old Testament and the New Testament, it's all about not just telling people about Jesus, but actually serving people, loving those that are hurt, caring for those that are fatherless, helping widows. It actually says, listen, you got to go do something. You can't just tell people about Jesus, you got to show them Jesus. As I was, uh, re- I was reading this book last week, preparing for this message, and uh, it was called Overrated by Eugene Cho. And he has maybe one of the funniest quotes in this near the end of the book. I'm going to read it for you guys today. He says, if only Facebook had always been around, our broken world would have been fixed long ago. All you would have to do is to make the world a better place is to change your profile picture or status. I mean, imagine... Dr. King wouldn't need it to march. Gandhi wouldn't have to go on a hunger strike. Mother Teresa wouldn't never needed to actually touch a sick or a poor person. They could have just let everyone know their opinions on Facebook, and everything would have changed for the better. I almost cried reading it. It was so, I was like, oh my gosh, Eugene Cho. I mean, he's telling us in this most highly sarcastic quote here is, what you do matters. Serving people matters. I mean, we need to tell people about Jesus, but we actually need to serve them as well. These four guys, I mean, they could have done, I mean, anything that night. I mean, they could have been like, I'm going to hang out with my family. I'm going to, uh, I don't know, do homework. I'm In my house, we have what is called me time, which is In a sense, my daughters, you go to your room and daddy gets me time, right? Do bills, work around the house. I mean, there's so many things these guys could have been doing that night. Yet what did they decide? They decided not to just tell this guy, hey, bro, you need Jesus. Good luck. He's four blocks down. No, they they said, bro, you need Jesus. Let me take you there. Let me do something. Let's not just talk about it. Let's do something about it. The reality is, though, is I, my understanding and my honest assumption is, is if you're watching online or you're here in the building, you chose to be here, right? You could have been watching The Price is Right right now. You could have all stayed at home and watched football. My assumption is we all want to see people come to know Jesus. We all want to see our neighbors loved and cared for. And, and, and to be honest with you, this is the thing I love and absolutely hate about how Jesus works. He gives us a heart for somebody a people group, somebody in our community. And he says, I don't need you just to tell them. I need you to do something. And that requires you to go outside your comfort zone. And I go, "Mm, thanks, Jesus. That sucks. I mean, we have to 
We have to tell ourselves, okay, I can't just walk on by. I need to act. I need to do something. I need to present the whole gospel. I mean, imagine this paralyzed guy, he was presented the whole gospel. He was lowered down a roof, not just to, you know, he was probably thinking, I might get healed today. And he found out his soul was going to be forgiven. It can't be just one or the other. We have to present the whole gospel to people by serving them. And I'm assuming that if you're here today, you have that same heart. But sometimes we give ourselves an out, an easy out. And I think when we, that happens, what we need to do is dig a hole in the ceiling like these guys did. I mean, look at what they do. One of my favorite things is, I mean, literally, they dug a hole in the ceiling and then not dropped the guy. I mean, they lowered him down, but... I can only imagine if this was 2020, right, that what they could have done is they said, hey, it's crowded. Let's try next week. Yeah. Or let's wait until Jesus leaves later. Or, you know, let's try in the morning. Maybe Jesus will circle back to this area. No, they said, no, this guy needs Jesus now. Okay, and I can imagine. Imagine this is 2020, right? I can only, one or two guys are probably just hyped about getting this guy to Jesus, right? They're like, let's. Let's take them up the ladder to the roof, dig a hole. But I'm sure one of these four guys was like, mm, what if we start taking him up the ladder and we drop him? Then he's not only paralyzed from the waist down, but like all the way down, <laughs> right? That's on us. I'm sure when they got up into the roof, one of the guys is saying, let's make sure this is, uh, you know, up to code, our hole, you know, in case the fire marshal comes. I don't want this guy's house to, you know, get a fine or something. I don't know. I'm sure, I mean, who knows? Maybe they're lowering the guy and they're like, hey, here's a mask in Purell, dude. Like, don't give Jesus COVID. You know, I don't know. Sorry, too far. Too far. Too far. My bad. The thing that they decided was that we can't wait. This guy needs Jesus. And yeah, there's a room crowded right now, but let's dig a hole. And the amazing thing about our church, you guys, is that there's full of people doing this today. I mean, we're not talking like, hey, all of you need to go dig a hole right now. I see it week in and week out. We have a student um, who's a high schooler that a couple weeks ago, um, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, smoke apparently entered our city. <sighs> Who would have thought that was going to happen? And during this time, uh, it was Tuesday, and me and Pastor Jacob were kind of hoping that, you know, some rain would come through, and we could have youth groups still here in the building. And we kind of made this decision. We're like, okay, there's too much smoke, you know, 80, 90 kids coming through the doors. It might not be a good idea. Let's just have it all online. And so we filmed the service, and we, we put it online. And then we kind of just, you know, we're hoping, like, okay, maybe students will engage online. That's kind of our, you know, crossing fingers. You know, they'll stop doing homework. And they'll watch and, you know, and we had a student named Johnny and Johnny decided that he saw a need, a group of guys needed to dive in with their relationship in Jesus, that they couldn't come here to the building. So what did he do? He invited them over to his house, his small group of guys. And they watched the sermon and then they dove into their Bibles and engaged with Jesus. He could have said, there's smoke, bummer. We'll wait till next week. But he said, no, I see a need. I'm going to grab a shovel and dig a hole and invite some guys over to my house. 
I see these stories throughout our church of people saying, I see a need, and I'm not going to let something stop me. I'm going to dig a hole. I'm going to help people get to Jesus. And I don't know, maybe um, you're online right now, and and in a little bit, we're going to have a chance for you, and I encourage you to pull your phone out. Because it's like, hey, how do I serve people right now? Well, we have an opportunity for you later. We have opportunity for people right here in the auditorium where we can serve other people safely, but we can't wait until COVID's over. We can't wait until we're comfortable. We can't wait until it's the right time. Me and my wife, uh, she is a rock star. She's going to school full-time. She has a full-time job. And we decided to have a second baby during that because that's a genius idea, you know, that we had. And I was telling her about this a couple weeks ago, and she says, we need to love our neighbors. And I said, babe, I only see you for like an hour a night, maybe, between homework, the kids, work, and everything. And she goes, that shouldn't stop us. There's every excuse in the book to not serve people. Where do we need to just say, hey, we're going to trust God financially and help people. We're going to go, and you know, we're, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to stay a little later and do homework. Or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to decide to be, uh, you know, go to two services, serving kids ministry one service and love them and then go to a service. Where do we need to say, hey, serving people, we can't wait until we're comfortable. We have to wait, or we can't wait. We have to grab a shovel and dig a hole. Because that brings me to my next point. When we serve together, people come to know Jesus. To help me illustrate this point, I got my really good friend, Zachary Shannon, over here. Um, Zachary Shannon is a fourth grader from Prairie View. Dude, you're such a stud for bringing that up here on your own, dude. Can we give him a round of applause? Now, Zachary here follows Jesus, but for for, for the sake of this, he doesn't, okay? And you comfortable, dude? All right, thanks. All right, and, and here's the, the, the deal, is if I'm just trying to get Zachary to that cross over there, if I try to do it myself, luckily Zachary weighs five pounds, okay? <laughs> but I'm like gonna drag him there. It's kind of still hard, okay? But luckily Zachary has a father who knows Jesus. There was a book written um, some years back uh, called uh, Sticky Faith by Dr. Chad. And in this book, he writes about how um, 80% or so during that time, students graduating high school would walk away from Jesus, about 80%. But the students that didn't walk away from Jesus, he found that all had something in common. They had five or more adults in their life that knew Jesus, that walked their faith out, investing in them. So luckily, Zachary has his dad, right? But even then, when me and Tom, okay, we're going to try to get him there, but Zachary just now weighs 25 more pounds, okay? It's still hard to get him there. Luckily for Zachary, though, he has two other adults in his life that serve him and love him in kids' ministry. And when we all serve together, guess what? It's super easy to get him to Jesus. When we all lift and when we all do it together, right? Now, Zachary does a lot of other performances, so you can call him, talk to his agent. (laughs) Thanks, Zachary. Thanks, guys. Um, (laughs) 
You see, when we serve together, we bring people to Jesus. And this just isn't with kids or students. This is our neighbors. This is our homeless community that is right here in Spokane. This is the people like Glendy was talking about in the video at Life Services who need people in their lives to love them and be in relationship and serve them the whole gospel. But we have to do that together. It can't just be one person. It can't just be, well, that's that person's job or I don't have enough time. It has to be, well, hey, when we're all doing it together, we see people to the cross. We see people come to know Jesus and I know that because I've, I've seen stories of people going to get food at Sir Spokane, and they go to our church now. They serve. They say, I know Jesus now because someone gave me a box of food. Because a group of people decided to serve me. We have that opportunity this morning is we have um, many, many places in our community that people need to be served. One of those is at UGM. On October 17th, between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m., UGM is a, serves our homeless community here in Spokane. They're a nonprofit that cares and helps people, not just where they are, but growing them and helping them to be self-sustaining. That's on October 17th. You can sign up. On Tuesday and Thursday, on October 13th and 15th, we need about five to eight people because we have uh, at Sir Spokane here, which is right in our parking lot, there's um, literally a line of cars of people looking for food because they're in a hard time. We are looking for five to eight people each time to come and make food, put it on a plate, and serve it to them. And say, hey, wait, we know you need some food. Here's a hot meal while you wait. On um, October 17th, uh, we're helping Second Harvest, which is another food bank, nonprofit food bank here in Spokane that helps. Uh, they have a branch called Bite to Go which helps kids where during the week they have to get, they get food from the school, but they don't have enough food, uh, the school system, for them to go home. And so Bite to Go, what they do is they put together boxes for kids for when they go home. And so they're going to raise money for that on October 17th, right up here at Lions and Division. They're going to be selling pumpkins, where 100% of the money they get goes to Bite to Go. And you have an opportunity to help serve and help... Um, Encourage people to buy pumpkins. And then if you're online right now, uh, we have something sp specifically for you. Because maybe, you know, it's hard for you, you know. But hey, my, I have loved ones or myself is I, I, I risk, literal health fears. And um, we have Project ID, which is a nonprofit here in Spokane that serves our adults with disabilities. And what they're doing is they're unable to meet in person right now. And so they're putting together care packages and in a second, there should be a moment that pops up on your screen where you can click on you can sign up to make a care package. And there you can, you know, put everything in the, the care package and then deliver it to, literally on the doorsteps of Project ID so it's nice and safe. But there's so much of a need here in our community, isn't there? Of people that not only need to hear about Jesus, which is important, but need to see it, need to feel the love of God. And I mean, I can't imagine, I mean, can you imagine if you were one of those four guys that, that lowered this paralyzed guy, and you're looking through the hole, and Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. We were hoping he would just get healed, 
but now his soul was saved? I mean, like I said, we have stories after stories, you guys, of people in this series throughout the weeks who are serving people in a very practical, real way who say, man, I, I gave a box of food to somebody, yet their soul was saved. I helped um, clean up uh, UGM, and th- because of that, somebody came to know Christ. Because we together presented the whole gospel, people got to see, hear, and know Jesus. And that's the one thing I love about our church. It's the amount of people that say, man, I'm not just going to serve right here, right now, but I'm going to serve our community throughout. I'm going to grab a shovel. I'm going to dig a hole. I'm going to do whatever I can to serve people so that they can come to know Jesus. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, God, everybody in this room and online desperately wants to see more people know the joy that you have for them. God, that they want to hear Jesus. God, they want to feel Jesus. God, we have real needs in our community of people that just need to be served, cared for. God, help us, direct us where we need to grab a shovel and dig a hole. Not be stopped because of whatever is going on in our lives, God, but say, God, how do you, where to dig? Where do I serve somebody? You've given us this heart to love our neighbors, to see the joy of knowing that their father not only said, I love you, but showed it by dying on the cross. And three days later saying, man, if you just believe in me, you can spend eternity with me. You showed it to us, God. Help us show others how much you love them. stand as we continue to worship. Let's sing, there's nothing. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. No thing can compare your living home. Your presence Tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves, where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. In your
Thank you so much for joining us online. We're glad that you're here with us today. If something from the message stood out to you and you wanted to talk with somebody about that, we do have pastors standing by to talk with you. Or if you are in need of some prayer, go ahead and hit the prayer link at the bottom of the screen and we would love to talk with you about that. Also, if you're new, one of the huge missions at our church, something we are very passionate about, is helping people connect in healthy and growing relationships. So if that's something that is interesting to you, please click the connect link at the top and we would love to find you a group that will meet those needs. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week.